Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to this Wednesday podcast. Let's ride your morning Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast here on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com's podcast platform. You can find that platform wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain and subscribe, follow, whatever you have to do. Like I said, I'm Jeff Hartman, the co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with you. And I love Wednesday shows, not because it's just hump day, but also because it's mailbag time. Mailbag, got my mailbag now. Mailbag, got my mailbag now. That's a new song. I don't know if that's going to stick, but that's what I did this week. I get really excited when I get to answer your questions, and this leads me to, and I'm I'm starting this thing off right. I'm starting this show off with the big news. I told you to check out my show on Wednesday for a big announcement, and the announcement is here, folks. Okay, so listen up. This just ties in with the mailbag. Okay, so the mailbag's great. I love the interaction with Twitter. I'm still going to possibly possibly do that, but we're going to change it up a little bit. We're going to change it up a little bit. Why? Because behind the steel curtain, more so SB Nation has partnered with this new app called Locker Room. It's called Locker Room. And the little uh, image there when you go into the app store, wherever Google Play is, it, you type in Locker Room, you'll see a little sock. It's a little red logo with a sock with blue stripes, white sock, blue stripes. Okay, so this locker room, what is it? Okay, so it's another social media platform for sports enthusiasts. But what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to join me live. I've been talking for months, oh, maybe not months, weeks still, that I would love to have an interactive show 
where I can talk with my fans, they can ask questions, and it would actually be like a call-in show. So what this will look like is you're going to have to go to Locker Room, download the app, it's a free app, and you need to create an account. Now, I got to be honest, I had some technical difficulties with my phone earlier today, I have not created my account yet. But hopefully by the time this airs, I will have created my account. And when I do, it'll be the same exact account as my Twitter handle, which is at jhartman underscore PIT. You need to follow me on Locker Room. Now, the reason why is that this Saturday, I'm going to give this, I'm going to run through this. We're going to just say, hey, let's try this out. It's going to be Saturday evening. I'll let you know what time on Friday. But I'm going to try this out on Saturday. And then after that, this is going to be an every Tuesday night thing. Now, I'm not trying to steal the thunder from the Scobro Show. I'm probably going to do it earlier, like 7 p.m. Scobro Show goes live on YouTube at 9 p.m. So I'm not stealing their thunder. But you would join me, and it would be the live mailbag. And so, in other words, I would actually get to talk with you on this Wednesday show. And so you'll be listening, watching as I'm talking about stuff. And then I can bring each specific guest up on stage, as they call it, with me. And you can ask a question, and we can talk about it. And then the next person, I'll sit you down, and I bring the next person up. I think that not only is it because SB Nation is kind of partnering with Locker Room, but I think this is going to be a phenomenal way for me to just increase the Ride or Die crew. It's a free app, folks. That's all you got to do is, is create this app. I'm not going to create the app, but create an account on the app. And then when I go live, and like I said, it's going to be about the same time, same day, because I'm going to record that on Tuesday, and then the audio is going to go and be on the Wednesday show. So believe it or not, if you join me in my locker room and you ask a question and I answer it, you're going to be on my podcast the next day on Wednesday because this, uh, the podcast is not going to change. I still have my Monday, Wednesday, Friday morning. I'm just going to take that audio from Tuesday night and I'm going to put it into my Wednesday podcast. I, I think it's awesome. I think it's going to be really great. Uh, we're going to give it a test run on Saturday night. We'll see how it goes. And then we're going to go live on Tuesday. We're going to go live. Let's get this show on the road. We're up in the ante here, folks. I mean, this is awesome. I, maybe you're sitting there thinking, no, this is a bad idea, Jeff. Just stick with what you do well. Stick with what we like. And maybe that's fine, but let's give this a shot, okay? Let's give it a legitimate shot. And I think this will actually be great. I think you'll enjoy it, and maybe it'll become a regular part of the rotation, not just in the offseason, and maybe we'll do some other fun stuff with the Locker Room app. It's, it's a very versatile, it's a growing application, and eventually they're going to have some new features. I've already seen some of the rollout. Pretty cool stuff. So, again, go to your app store, the Google Play Store, whatever it is, search Locker Room, get it, create an account, find me, and then... Get ready for Saturday because Saturday is when we're going to do the test run. I'm excited. And also, by the way, when, you, uh, when you're wondering when we're going to go live, if you follow me on Twitter, I'll definitely put it on Twitter. There will be an article on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com as to when we go live on Saturday, so make sure you check that out. Uh, that will probably publish at least an hour before I go live so you have time to kind of get yourself together. All right, so that's the announcement. I'm excited. I'm really excited if you can't tell. And so let's get to the headline of this first part of the show. And the headline is actually lyrics. Now, I, I love music. I love all kinds of music. There's something that has always drawn me, and I've, I have fought this at times tremendously, 
But I'm from Wheeling, West Virginia. Okay, I'm from West Virginia. And with West Virginia, being in any part of the state comes with a stigma. Comes with it a, a mental connotation of being like a redneck hillbilly. It's just what it is. You come to embrace it after a while and you say, yeah, whatever. Uh, even though I, I, I haven't changed the way I talk. I have all my teeth. and I don't talk with a drawl like all the people down south in the state or anything like that. But still, if I tell people I'm from Wheeling, West Virginia, they think, oh boy, here we go. Nonetheless, I've always been drawn to country music. And it might be because when I was growing up, my uncle, he would sit me and my brother down and we would listen to records of, of Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson and Chris Christopherson. And I could go on and on. Dwight Yoakam, love Dwight. And I've, I've gone and, and listened to so many different other genres, but there's always something that draws me back to country music. And so when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, I was like, man, this sounds like a country song. And it is a Toby Keith country song. And that is, the Steelers need a little less talk, and they need a lot more action. I'm going to tell you that right now. They need a little less talk and a lot more action. Why? I am sick and tired of all these stinking reports. And I'm sure you're tired of it too. And I honestly shouldn't be tired of it because this gives us fodder to talk about. But my gosh, I knew this was going to happen. And I even prepared myself mentally for it to happen. And yet I wasn't truly mentally prepared for it to happen. What am I talking about? What is happening that you're wondering? Well, Let's start off with Tuesday when all of a sudden it became known that Ben Roethlisberger finally met with Art Rooney II. And the sources, this came from Jerry Dulac of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, said the meeting went, quote, it went well. It went well. Thanks. Thanks, guys. A lot of great information there. But, of course, speculation runs wild. What did they talk about? Uh, all this, that, and the other. I mean, it, it was literally a laundry list of people. I, I have to give a shout-out to a guy, Velocity61, follows me on Twitter. He's part of the Ride or Die crew. He responded to the article on Twitter, and I just had to read it. He says, I once met with a prospective employer, and the meeting went well. Then afterwards, I got a call saying they are, quote, going in another direction. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, and it's true. I mean, yeah, you can say the meeting went well, but in, in all reality – I, what, what are they supposed to say? Ben Roethlisberger met with Art Rooney. Roethlisberger left fuming. Rooney slammed the door shut and shattered the glass in his office. No, they're not going to say that. That's that's nonsensical. But it gets better. But wait, there's more. It's like an infomercial. Just on Tuesday night, probably around 7 o'clock, here we go again. Aditi Kinkwabala of the NFL Network tweets out that Ben Roethlisberger's agent says the following. Quote, and this is Ryan Tolner, which is Ben Rothers. He's been his agent his whole career. They want Ben back. <laughs> they want Ben back and will contact me soon to address his cap situation. As we've shared since the season ended, we are happy to creatively adjust his contract to help them build the best team possible. A year ago, Ben wasn't sure if he could throw again, but he battled back to get 12 wins in his eighth division title of his career. They lost steam down the stretch, and that doesn't sit well for him, so the fire burns strong, and there is plenty of gas in the tank. Yeah, Ryan Toner, you tell us what's up. You give us that good lip service, man. Well, guess what? I'm not going to get excited about anything until someone signs on the dotted line, whether it's Art Rooney II signing the check 
for Roethlisberger this season and he plays the rest of this season and then he's done, or whether it's Roethlisberger going ahead and actually, I don't know, getting a two-year extension, a one-year extension, a three-year extension, I don't know. But still, until someone does something, give me some action here, people. Give me some action. Like, we actually had some action the other day when Cam Hayward restructured his contract. Sweet. That's action. That's something that's going on. I like that. I like that. We're not talking about it. We're doing it. This is just being drawn out, and it's going to continue to be drawn out. Now, some people have their suspicions as to what's going on. Okay, like one Dave Schofield, co-editor of Behind the Steel Curtain, he thinks that this is all based on the 17th game. What's going to happen with the 17th game? That throws, I mean, there's been article written about it, articles on the website, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, written about that topic, and and what does it mean for the salary cap? What does it mean for player contracts? And he said straight up, I'll quote him, quote, I still think the holdup is the 17th game issue. So maybe that's what it is, and maybe it's just kind of semantics at this point. But can we please knock it off with these reports? I mean, it comes down to the same day, the same day that Roethlisberger reportedly meets with Art Rooney II, and that's sourced through Dulac. That's not coming from anyone else. The Steelers did not put out a tweet from their official verified account saying, we met with Ben today, it went well. They didn't say that. This is Jerry Dulac of the Post-Gazette just saying, hey, sources tell me they met, they thought it went well. And then all of a sudden, Toner, he speaks out now, he now goes on the, I guess you would put it as the offensive, and goes to Aditi Kinkwabala and says, oh, well, you know, we talked, and they're going to get back to me about the contract. What you just said is a whole lot of nothing. You said everything, and you finished with the fire burns strong, and it doesn't sit well with Ben. Yeah! Like, that's what he's, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's what he's saying. But in reality, you just completely glossed over the most important part the contract the money it's about the money it's not all about the money but that's still a part of it that's still a part of it Roethlisberger is going to want his he's always wanted his he has gotten contracts that no one thought that he would get I mean there have been times where people kind of projected that Roethlisberger would get X or Y amount in a contract with certain number of years, and it almost always supersedes what everyone thought that he was going to get. They'd say, I think Ben could probably get around $10 million a year. He gets 13 Or I think that Ben could get, you know, like a six or seven-year deal, 10-year deal. And you're thinking, man, this is insane. Toner is a great agent. He is a great agent. He knows what he's doing. He takes care of his guys, especially his guy, Roethlisberger, He knows how to play the PR game. So right when Kevin Colbert comes out last week, and he says, we'll have to see, and as Brian Anthony Davis said it on the Steelers preview, and I agree 100%, it was him playing bad cop. Good cop, bad cop. Kevin Colbert's bad cop now. And I'm going to be the guy that kind of throws some fire on the Ben Roethlisberger returning flame. But throw some water, I'm sorry, on the returning flame. But now, Toner's like, well, wait a second. They're bashing my guy. I got to do something. 
Ben, we got to do something. We can't just sit here and be their punching bag. We got to do something. And so what does he do? Hey, Aditi, I got a statement for you. Can you put it out there? Can you put it on the NFL Network? Sure. Why not? Ben Roethlisberger News, you bet. We're going to put that on the – it's going to be the first thing we're talking about tonight and tomorrow morning. Here we go. Ryan Toner speaks. Talking about Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, we still need to talk about that contract. Is that important? Is it important that, you know, well, go contact me to address his cap situation. Come on. We're happy to adjust his contract to help them build the best team possible. Okay. You just glossed over everything. This is a PR move, folks. It's a PR move. And if you're someone that's just reading this like, yes, he's going to be back. I think it's great that he's going to be back. I said that was the best case scenario all along. I said Ben coming back would be great. It's going to give him the best chance to win games in 2021. It's just the way it is. You should realize this. The guy did look pretty good for 11 games. And some of the games they lost weren't all on him either. They (laughs) a tremendous amount of drops. Don't need to get into that. So that's what's going on. What I want from the Steelers right now, a little less talk, guys, and let's get a lot more action, as Mr. Toby Keith would say. A little less talk and a lot more action. Can we save the PR lip service for just a week? Maybe, gentlemen? That'd be great. Thanks. Yeah, about that. All right, it's mailbag time after this break. That's what we're going to do. We're going to open up the mailbag. Got my mailbag now. Stay tuned. Be right back. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride. It is Wednesday. It's hump day. It's also mailbag day. Mailbag. I got my mailbag. You are going to be walking around today, wherever you are, in your house, at your work site, in your office, and you're going to be singing mailbag. I got my mailbag now. And it's okay. It's okay. Ride or die crew, you all came through in the clutch again. I put out the tweet again. If you're sitting there listening, thinking, oh, man, I missed the mailbag. What do I have to do to get a get my question? Well, eventually, you're going to have to go on the locker room, and you're going to have to create an account and follow me, and you'll be there for the live mailbag. But there might be still be instances where I say, let's do this old school. Let's just do a Twitter a Q&A, in which case I'll put out the tweet. You can follow me at jhartman underscore P-I-T. And I always retweet it on the Behind the Steel Curtain page so that in case you missed it, you may possibly see it there. I always have a funny gift. This week was Homer Simpson saying, woohoo, perfect day, and he's throwing mail up in the air. Um, and then you respond. That's it. That's all you got to do. So let's get the show on the road. Ben, he says, what do you think they will do about tight end? It doesn't look like we have a great cast there right now. Is there a free agent draft prospect or practice squad guy that stands out to you? I'm going to be completely frank here with you, Ben. And I think that the Steelers are not going to be making a play for a tight end anytime soon. I'll tell you why. 
I think they like Zach Gentry. They they spent a draft pick on him. They don't like to discard their draft picks. They just don't. I think they like Kevin Rader too. Kevin Rader is a good blocker. That's what they need. They need a blocker to go with Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron is the athletic guy that you want at tight end. No one is denying that. Sure, could he be a little bit better with the, the hands and catching the football? Yes, we know that. I don't think they're just going to. I don't think this is the year they're going to be major players with a tight end. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Uh, Matty Peverell, uh, the bloke from Down Under, he says, play devil's, devil's advocate. Why should the Steelers cut or force a Ben retirement to keep Juju? Well, after the old news that came out today, I don't think it's going to happen. And I would have said that even if Ben's agent didn't come out and talk. But if I were to say, why should they? I don't think they would ever do that. If they forced Ben into retirement or cut him, I don't think they would use that money for Juju Smith-Schuster. I think if they were going to cut him, force a retirement or something like that, a la Heinz Ward or Troy Polamalu, I think they would actually use that money on someone like Bud Dupree. And if you think about it, I think it makes more sense. They can draft. They're really good at drafting receivers. And if you have Dupree and Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt, that is one heck of a trio. And people would say, ah, but Highsmith was a high draft pick. You, can you ever have too many good pass rushers? I mean, think about the times where someone might be gassed. They're extremely tired. And you want to get a sub in there, but you don't want the talent level to go down. Well, you got someone like that. You can spell everyone. I think that's what they would do if I'm going to play that devil's advocate role. Brian Haynes, he's missed a couple weeks. He got into a car accident. Glad to have you back. Brian, he, say, he said, hey, I missed a couple weeks. Sorry for the multiple questions. Hashtag ride or die crew. Glad you're feeling bad. Glad you're back. He broke his phone, I think. Good. Welcome back, Brian. Number one, what's your ideal quarterback situation for 2021? I think that honestly, the ideal situation is Roethlisberger, Rudolph, and Haskins is ideal. I'd love to see a Haskins prove something in preseason. And you hope that maybe he could be a guy for them, but that's what it is in 2021. Beyond that, that's a nightmare. I don't want to talk about it. Number two, what's your go-to cardio song? Wow, wow, we're really going uh, off the beaten trail here. That's fine. My favorite cardio song is a song by Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. It's called The Lion, The Beast, and The Beat. Honestly, look it up, listen to it, and you'll, you'll thank me later. Again, Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, The Lion, The Beast, and The Beat. Tremendous. It's a long song, but it's a great one. Or... Two-step uh, two by Dave Matthews, the live version or studio, doesn't matter. Great cardio song. Number three says, how was your birthday? It was great. Thanks for asking. It was a great birthday. Um, had a really good time. Didn't do much. Uh, the Hartman clan's getting ready to move, so we were packing up stuff. That's what we do. All right. And number four, he said, if you could put any former Steeler in their prime on the team for one year, who would it be? And he said, sorry for the multiples. I've just missed two weeks. Okay, I think if I'm going to put any former Steeler in their prime on the team for one year. And this team, boy, that's a tough one. Um, I The defense is just so good. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say, give me the bus. Give me the bus in his prime. That's what I want to see, running over people, tossing them aside. That's what I want to see. Thanks, Brian, for the questions. Welcome back. Amendez says, lots of talk whether Ben plays this year. My question is, do you think this is Tomlin's last year? Ooh, a little plot twist there. Uh, Amendez, I think that Tomlin will be back after this season. I think that he might have two or three more years. 
Um, he definitely wants, I think he definitely wants to out coach Cower and that'll happen this year. Um, I don't know. I could see Tomlin just saying he's done too and pulling a Bill Cower and saying like, I'm, I'm not being forced out. I'm not going to be fired. I'm, I'm just retiring. And I think he would have a great job and he would do a great job in television if he chose to go that route. But his sons are getting older. His son Dino's at university of Maryland playing football. He might just want to go watch him play football. I don't blame him at all. Shield 91 says, what are some positive traits Haskins could bring to the quarterback core if brought to brought in brought into the 2021 season? Is there film you've seen on him that gives you interest? Now we did some great film room breakdowns, not me, we at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, mainly Kevin Smith, on the good and the bad of Dwayne Haskins. And he really talked about how Haskins does have the type of build, the type of athleticism, the type of arm that you would see in like a Matt Canada offense. He knows how to do RPOs. He's comfortable with the motions. You just have to wonder if the system fits the quarterback, if that means more. Like, for instance, Washington might not have been running the system that was best for him. I recommend you go check out those articles, a quick Google search, or if you go to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, scroll down on the page, and you'll see a tab that says Steelers Film Room. Click on that. You'll see all of our Film Room articles, and you'll be able to find those there. Check those out. Brian, um, he chimes in again. He says, your thoughts on former players and coaches' comments on Ben. Uh, you know, Ben's reputation has been bashed since he entered the league, literally since the motorcycle accident. And Terry Bradshaw said, I told him he should give up those motorcycles. Ever since that happened, it's like he's been a giant punching bag for former players. And Emmanuel Sanders, you know, his comments about the leadership. And it's, it's just one after the other, just hit after hit. Antonio Brown, he ran him over, backed him up, uh, backed the bus over him again, ran him over again, backed it up. Le'Veon Bell got in on the mix. I don't think Ben cares anymore, nor should he. Gyro asks, are the Steelers low-key cursed in the past decade? Constant injuries and things not going our way. Uh, you know, it's tough. I, I, I do honestly feel, and this is, some might disagree, I feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers in the Mike Tomlin era and even the, the waning years of Bill Cowher were cursed not so much themselves, but cursed to be a, a really good team in the Tom Brady era. Let's call a spade a spade. Tom Brady was is the, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. He has the most hardware of any quarterback that's ever played. Some might have had better arms. Some might be a better uh, quarterback from the neck up. But he puts it all together. And if you think to yourself about all those teams, I mean, go back to 2001 and that game when Brady came in for Bledsoe, and, and you think about all the years, 2004, I, I really don't want to go through them all because I'll give myself heartburn. All those Steeler teams were really good. And it was Brady that got in the way. 2016 AFC Championship game. It was Brady. And you got to ask yourself, if Brady wasn't around or if he was in the NFC, how many Super Bowls would the Steelers have been to in this stretch? It's just incredible. So that's where I think they've been cursed. The fact that they're playing at the same time as Tom Brady. And I just threw up in my mouth as I said that. Uh, Lori, a longtime listener. Thank you, Lori, from across the pond. She said, what is your gut feeling about the situation between Ben and the Steelers? I have a feeling it's not going to end well, and I'm panicking a bit. Well, Lori, hopefully, and she used hashtag Ride or Die Crew. Thank you very much, Lori. Lori, I hope that the first segment kind of calmed your, your nerves a little bit and put you at ease a little bit. I think that Ben will be back. I think he's going to play this year. I think he's going to sign an extension. I think it's going to help the Steelers' salary cap. I, I'm pretty sure that it's going to give them the space to be able to make some moves, sign some of their own players. Um, I think 
I'm pretty confident he'll be back. I really am. I think that a lot of this stuff has just been a bunch of pomp and circumstance. David says, how drastically do you see the Steelers' offense being changed under Matt Canada? I think, David, to be answer the first part of your question here, Matt Canada has proven, and I've said this multiple times on the show, has proven that wherever he goes, he will take his offense and adapt it to whomever he has in the lineup or on the on the roster. So if Roethlisberger's the quarterback, Matt Canada is not going to be able to really unveil everything that he wants in the offense. Now, if Dwayne Haskins shows promise and the Steelers say, we think we have our guy. We think we have our next guy in Dwayne Haskins. And I know that right now in the Steelers fan base, if you say that, you are blaspheming your head off. Oh my gosh, Jeff just said that Dwayne Haskins could be the guy. He's horrible. He's such an off-the-field headache, whatever. If he's a if he's a good quarterback and they can get his head right and he it would fit Canada's system, what better secession plan would you have? Roethlisberger plays next year. They finish out his career, hopefully on a high note, and then Haskins takes over, and he can run Canada's offense just the way Canada wanted. Just think about that, okay? Just think about that. Then Dave says, P.S., my wife and I are expecting a boy in August, so give a shout-out to little Roman Carter Testis, the newest Steelers fan. Congratulations, David. You did it. You did it. You're the man. Hey, don't underestimate the power of a man to do his part, and that's not very much. I have five kids. I can say that. All right, David, congratulations. Seriously, that's awesome. That's awesome. Bless you all. Tanner Meyer says, new reports make it sound like Ben will be back next year. What were the pros and cons to Ben's return? In your mind, I think the pro is that you have a franchise quarterback. I think you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You have someone that's been there, done that. He's going to be able to get them some wins. Ben Roethlisberger playing is going to be able to win you some games. How many? Maybe not as much as earlier in his career, but at the same time, he's going to give you the best chance to win. I think the con, the main biggest con is that how how can Matt Canada implement his offense with Roethlisberger under center? Is it delaying the progress, delaying the maturation of the offense a year? That's the con. And so you take the good with the bad. And honestly, most people would say, well, we need to win. Um, Some are saying tank for a better draft pick. I'm not of that ilk. But that's, I think, the pros and cons for me just off the top of my head. Paul asked, do you think the Steelers should look for a safety in the draft and even draft one high, like rounds two to four, if they really like a prospect? Or do you believe in Edmonds? Hashtag ride or die crew. Here's the thing about Edmonds. You're going to keep him. I'm pretty sure they're they're probably going to give him a fifth-year option. So if you're going to do that, you don't need to take a, a, a safety high. And let's also not forget that they did draft Antoine Brooks Jr. last year, who is technically a safety. He's a bigger safety. He's more of a box-type safety. But still, they did take a safety last season. Edmonds is not a flashy guy, so I feel like you can find those in every single draft. If you're looking for a player, and again, this is damning on the pick itself that they took him in the first round, but if he's just another guy, and that's exactly what he is, then it just looks bad, but I think you can find one of those. I don't think it's a high priority. I don't think you need another dynamic safety when you have Minka Fitzpatrick. For every Troy Polamalu, you need a Ryan Clark. So for Minka Fitzpatrick, you need a Terrell Edmonds. The thing is, I think the Trell Edmonds, you can find a replacement for him without having to really go up and get one. Zib says, what would you like to see the new DB's coach focus on when working with the players? Example, coverage, better hands for interceptions. Well, sadly, ask Ike Taylor, you can't teach players to catch the ball better or else he would have probably been a wide receiver. Um, I would like to see them just work on, uh, and I thought the secondary was was improved this year. I really do. I think that under Terrell Austin, they've, they've taken a big step forward. I'd love to see them tackle better. I'd love to see them be more physical. And I'd love to see them 
be able to play man coverage more often. And they have introduced more man coverage, but not as much as I'd like. I think that's how you really can match up well. And you have to trust the players on the field. That's the big challenge. So um, that's what I would like to see. El Dutorino, longtime listener of the program, he says, since that whole Brown and Bell saga ended, the Steelers have been emphasizing the, quote, no drama culture. But isn't the Big Ben situation starting to look a lot like self-inflicted drama? Is it possible that they never had an actual plan? Hashtag ride or die crew. Ben has always been dramatic, whether it's the way he plays the game, the injuries, the, you know, I'll never forget the, the game against Cleveland, I believe. It was the season, regular season finale. He had that spinal concussion. I'm sure a lot of you might remember this game. And we're watching like, oh my gosh, like he's not moving. Like this is bad. This is bad. And they put him on the board and he's starting to get some movement in his arms and his legs. It's, he's going off. And what does he do? And my wife still does this to this day. He weakly puts his thumb up in his left hand and pump, puts a thumbs up to the crowd. And she goes, that's so Ben. That's so Ben. Just drumming up the drama. So I think in this case, yeah, there is a little bit of self-inflicted drama with Ben Roethlisberger in that situation. But ultimately, I, I think that other than that, this is a very no-drama team. I think they've done a good job drafting high-character guys. Jordan Haynes says, let's say the Steelers decide to draft a running back in the first round. Which back do you think would you like to see them land the most? I personally would love... Harris, um, I kind of like, uh, yeah, I love, I love Harris, Alabama. I also like, um, oh gosh, I never say his name correct. The Clemson running back. I think it's Etienne, maybe a uh, very versatile back. I think they both would be good picks. I also do not think they're going to take a running back in the first round. Uh, you, you heard it here first. Rich asks, what do you think is holding Ben and the Steelers from getting a deal done? Well, no one knows for sure. I guarantee it's probably money. It might be length of a deal if he's going to sign an extension. The Steelers might want, say, three years. He might want two. That depends on how much money they can spread out over those those years. So um, I, it's probably somehow surrounding money. Guarantee that. Uh, John Rollison asks, who was your favorite Steeler growing up? Mine was Troy Polamalu. Well, if we go all the way back, I've, always, I've said this. The 1994 team was the first team that kind of really caught my eye. Okay, I was 11 years old, and that was when I really fell in love with Steelers football. And on that team, it was Barry Foster. Number 29, Barry Foster was the man for me. I mean, it was awesome. It was I just loved watching him play, and he didn't play long. Yeah, that was his last year in Pittsburgh in 1995. It was Bam Morris. Um, and so after that, it was really I didn't have a, a, a true favorite player. I loved Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson was the guy. Had remember that starter windbreaker that I had, and then he got traded, or he left in free agency, I should say. Uh, but then once Roethlisberger was drafted in 04, I've been Big Ben all the way ever since. Uh, it's the only player's jersey I own, the only player's jersey I wear. Uh, Roethlisberger all the way. So there you go, John. Thank you for that. And then last one, Brad says, the Steelers most likely will have nine picks. What positions are they picking? Example, three offensive line, one running back, one edge. Hashtag ride or die crew. Okay, so I am going to say 3-0 line. They're going to draft 3-0 linemen. Not going to get specific here. Just going to say 3-0 line. I do think they're going to take one linebacker, inside linebacker. I do think they're going to take a wide receiver. I do think they're going to select a running back. And I do think they're going to – I would love to see him take like a punter. So I'll put that in there as well. We have two more picks. I think that the Steelers are actually going to possibly take an edge. And we have one left. I think they take a cornerback as well. I think it's a very well-rounded draft. I don't think it's over-focusing on any specific position. They definitely have to fill up that offensive line depth. So that's my pick, and that's just me off the top of my head. 
So thank you, ride my ride or die crew. I swear you are the best. You are the best. Don't forget, between now and Friday, and I'll remind you on Friday's show as well, go to your app store, go to Google Play Store, find the Locker Room app, get it, download it, create an account, follow me. Like I said, hopefully by the time when this show runs on Wednesday morning, my account is set up, and you can go in, follow me, and get ready. It's going to be the same tagline as my Twitter handle, at jhartman, H-A-R-T-M-A-N, underscore P-I-T. And then this Saturday, we're going to kick things off. I'd love to talk with you in person for once. That would be awesome. I'm really excited for that stoke, definitely. All right, folks, that's it. Make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for your one-stop shop for all things Steelers. As always... Make sure you follow us on our audio side, wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. And as we always finish it out, be safe, be kind, and God bless. Go Steelers. We'll see you on Friday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.